0: to reboot
1: i'm james Greer. i'm leader of unlimited church with helen sherlock
0: nice to see you
1: this is our second episode we're so excited it's great to be with you uh i've been told off in our first episode that i lent <laughs> forward and was very keen and enthusiastic and um we're be going for a laid-back kind of holly and phil feel so um, i'm gonna sit back and be casual and slouch
0: you look like you've got a tree growing
1: up your head <laughs> yeah you know, I, I i did think that but we love our tree. We do. This tree is—it's um, been here for a few years. Hannah who used to work for us, made it, and it's—it's um, it's got prayers, names on leaves of young people we've met who we pray for, uh, week on week. Yeah. So it's our tree of prayer for young people in Exeter. Uh, we're looking uh, each week at something of what Jesus says about living well, about lifestyle, about how re- you reboot your life for the way it's meant to be. Uh, and this week we're talking about murder. Helen, do you want to read us? This is Matthew 5, 21 onwards.
0: You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you shall not murder and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, raka is answerable to the court and anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, mm. If you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them, and then come and offer your gift.
1: Great. I love this, this in the Sermon on the Mount. And what Jesus does is he seems to take uh, each of the Ten Commandments, or some of the Ten Commandments, and he goes, that's the rule, yeah, that's the line that you shouldn't cross over. But actually let's get to the heart of it let's not talk about avoiding the rule of murder but actually why is that a rule uh, and let's step back a bit and talk about what your heart is doing there mm-hmm. so this one is about getting angry
0: so what does raka mean james
1: uh raka means uh that someone is I don't, My mind's be, it's, this one means that it's someone is not worthy of anything yeah. i think and the other one which is you fool is about uh that they have no value morally. So one is about contempt of, I I wish you didn't exist, and the other one is a bit more, you're useless and you should go to hell. And what's interesting here, a couple of things is, uh, I love that it says, but I tell you that anyone who's angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. And there's a little C or B next to it in my Bible, Mm. which takes you to a little footnote at the bottom, uh, where it says some manuscripts say, brother or sister without cause, So, not that the when they wrote the Bible, different people through time, different manuscripts, and the Bibles we have today have the most authoritative, the the most reliable manuscripts. But sometimes there's a bit of disagreement, and they put it in the footnotes so you can check it out for yourself. What this means is some monks or some people translating it, so I'm sitting forward because I'm getting keen, uh, (laughs) thought when Jesus said, If you are angry with your brother or sister, you're subject to judgment. They went, no way. No, if we were subject to judgment every time we're angry, that's Mm -hmm. too hard. What Jesus must have meant if you're angry without cause. So they put a little get out bit in of, you know, Jesus went too far there. Let's make it a little bit more accessible. Which, I I love the fact that that's been found out and they've gone back to the original. Yeah. But I'm with that monk. (laughs) In terms of, 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 of... that's really tough. Jesus is going, you yeah. know, if, if, we, if we get angry with a brother or sister, we're subject to judgment. All of us do.
0: Yeah.
1: Apart from only children. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's easy to say, I got angry because they did something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it is a bit of a get out, isn't it? Oh, it's
1: totally. It's totally. It, yeah. And Jesus is not giving us that. No, 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 What Jesus is doing here is he's ranking it up and right, uh, ranking it up. So it's. It's about anger, you're subject to judgment.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then if you say raka, you, you go to a court. So the judgment bit there would have been uh, going to a local court mm. uh, of the local village. Uh, and then the answer to a court is about going to a bigger, more formal court, a high court kind of thing. And then it talks about you going to hell. So Jesus is saying, and he's not meaning it literally, but he's, he's creating the kind of the, the hyperbole, the exaggeration of yeah. That's this, and then there's this, and then there's this. So he's going, if you get angry with brother or sister, that's not okay. If you say to someone you're not worthy of life, that's worse. Uh, and if you, if you corrupt their name, if you undermine their very sense of, of being, then that's even worse still. Mm. Um, why, don't we, why don't we flesh this out a little bit? Why don't we bring on a guest who can give us some real-life sense of what it's like living with a family, Maybe a particularly complicated, difficult family.
0: Misunderstood family, maybe.
1: Maybe a misunderstood ch- child in a family. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so we're going to bring on our guest, our second guest this time. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to introduce her before she arrives. But um, she's very special and lovely, isn't she, Helen? She really is. Anything else you want to say about how nice she is? Um,
0: she's nice. She's unpredictable in what she says sometimes. That's oh, all I'm going to say.
1: Getting nervous. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Hello Eliza.
0: Hello. Hi
1: Eliza. So, <laughs> you are just giving something away there. Um, I was just going to say Eliza, who are you? Where do you come from? Tell us a bit about yourself.
3: I am Eliza. I am a student at the University of Exeter. I am doing psychology and I'm the student champion at Unlimited.
1: Brilliant. Let's just take a couple of those things. Psychology. What's the best thing about studying psychology?
3: that when you meet people, everyone's like, oh, she's going to psychoanalyse me. Everyone gets really freaked out. <laughs> it's uh, very funny.
1: And are you doing that to me at the moment?
3: James, I do it to you all the time.
1: <laughs> you literally do. That's nothing to do with psychology. <laughs> Great, and you're student champion, which is one of the two reasons I've got you on this morning. What does that mean?
3: Um, I guess it's, so I'm a student champion along with Jenna um and i guess it's our job to welcome students into the life of the church
1: great and if you had one tip for students what would it be
3: just get stuck in it's going to be really difficult i think to meet people this year besides your flatmates so wherever you can get stuck in get stuck in
1: great now so I said there's one reason i got you on because you're a student champion with jenna so the two of you are all over our media at the moment you're meeting people you're messaging people uh, so why not have you on the big screen of Reboots as well? But the other is, uh, we've been talking a bit and we're going to carry on talking about what Jesus says about being fed up with your family and being angry with your family. And I felt you really needed space to be able to talk about your family, a bit of psychology. Uh, I've heard your family are really difficult to live with. Um, do you want to tell us something about your family? Uh,
3: yeah, to put it bluntly, my family are
1: pretty difficult.
3: Uh, <laughs> There's six of us, there's uh, my older sister Ellie, my older brother Hugo, I've got a twin sister Maddie, and obviously both my parents, who actually are by far the worst out of all of us, they're so
1: over the top and embarrassing. Oh no, so, great, tell <laughs> me, do you want just just quick story, of maybe maybe choose your mum, uh, Anyway, your mum's been embarrassing? Uh,
3: my mum, how is she been? she's embarrassing all the time, uh, but a stick out memory for me which you're all going to be mortified at my mum's 50th my dad did this speech
1: and it was so embarrassing it was awful that wasn't me
3: though it was your
1: party (laughs) yeah Yeah.
3: it was your party and it was so mortifying and i was sat at the front and i didn't know what my dad was going to say and everyone was staring at me and i was oh it was so embarrassing it was
1: That is a bit more about See so your mum, do you like going out with your mum, shopping, queuing with her to a restaurant, anything about that?
3: Yeah, because then I get paid for.
1: Okay. I was thinking more the fact she doesn't go anywhere without stopping and talking to everybody and getting their life story.
3: Well, yeah, but I can just keep on walking, pretend I don't know her, and then when we get there to the restaurant, I'll sit with her and have my meal all paid for.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. So wonderful. So, so those people that haven't made the connection, um, Eliza is Helen's daughter. Yeah, um, not for long. <laughs> you can't get rid of your children. think oh. yeah, Your children can get rid of you, though, can't they? I don't mean murder, although that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so this passage we've been looking at is, you know, Jesus says, don't, you know, don't commit murder, which not many of us have done. Um, but he basically goes, actually, let's take it back a level it's not okay to be angry with your family, it's not okay to to harbour resentment or to think that your parents are stupid. Um, what? How, you don't have to say more than you're comfortable with or, there's more, or don't undermine your mum's whole ministry, but are there things in lockdown where family's been tough for you?
3: Definitely, I think for the last, I guess three or four years, uh, my whole family's kind of been across the country. Uh, we've all been at uni or mum's been in extra and we've been kind of elsewhere. Um, and for the first time in three or four years, we've all been under the same roof. So we just got used to not being together. And then suddenly we're all thrown together again. And it's a bit mad.
1: Uh, and how do you handle that? What do you do when you get fed up with each other?
3: Um, scream and shout a lot. <laughs> but besides that... Uh, I always go back to the same verse in the Bible, which isn't what we're talking about today, but it's helpful to me. Um, And it's 1 Corinthians 13. uh, And I'm sure probably you all know it. Uh, It's love is patient, love is kind. And it goes on to say love does not dishonour others, it is not self seeking, and it's not easily angered. And whilst I'm probably quite easily angered, it's something I'm trying to work on because I do love my friends and family so much. and I want how I treat them,
1: how I speak of them, how I am with them, to kind of reflect that. Amazing, and and that's really key, I think, because we can be easily angered and get annoyed, but it's what we do with it, isn't it? It's it's facing it, dealing with it, rather than festering it. Um, and what? Let's move away from your family, although I would love to talk more about them. Uh, in terms of housemates, careful, because you know you your housemates well may well be watching this, but or last year in halls what's it what's it like when it's about friends and people you live with that aren't your family
3: do you know what i think it can be just as tough with friends um, sometimes even more so because with family it's really easy to hash it out just have a really honest discussion with friends sometimes it's really difficult to do that um, last night actually <laughs> we bought some ikea furniture and so for the first time all of us were kind of scrubbing and putting this furniture together and there was one bit that just wouldn't work, and we were all getting so frustrated, all shouting. Um, it turned out to be very funny, but um, yeah. So it can actually be really difficult, uh, I think, with friends.
1: Britain, do you, do, what about, do you have advice for people like living in student houses? Because I think often student houses, you're right, you don't smash it out, is an underlying resentment, isn't it? Or unspoken tension.
3: Yeah, and I think, actually, although it's really difficult, being honest is a good way to be um, and be honest nicely it's really easy to be honest because you're angry and say it uh, as you feel but yes there as you feel but do it nicely um, and then you should all be good brilliant
1: Sorry, uh, sorry haven't even spoken much?
0: no no I'm, I'm just enjoying,
1: and and enjoying
0: the show Eliza
1: anything you want to ask or say <laughs> honest
0: um, It's really easy, isn't it? And I was thinking about this last night when I knew this is what we're going to talk about. It's really easy for us to always think it's this fault. Um, I once went on a day trip with three girlfriends and one of them said to the other one, can you stop chamming that chewing gum, please, because it's going to really irritate me all day. And she was literally just chewing chewing gum. And I just thought, actually, that's because you're irritable, because you're tired, because perhaps you've been up all night something really minuscule can really upset you and set you off and so sometimes I think it's easy to um, think it's somebody else's fault or what they're doing but actually we have to look at our own actions as well and as you say try and behave in a way that honors people and having honest conversations maybe not in the heat of the moment but actually having those conversations because if you if you moan about someone behind their back and haven't told them, that's not really fair because they can't change. You know, if they've nicked your shelf space or whatever, if you're moaning about that, but you haven't said, actually, I need that space, that's really unfair. So we have to take responsibility for ourselves just as much, don't we?
1: I don't know it was a question to Eliza, was it?
0: No, <laughs> that wasn't a question, Eliza, sorry.
1: <laughs> Eliza, do you have any last pearls of wisdom to throw before us or thoughts? getting angry dealing with it
3: um i think a classic thing for me when i get angry i often get angry with my twin sister maddie sometimes we're inseparable i can't stand to live without her and sometimes she could be the other side of the planet and it just would not be far enough away um so i think mum was saying maybe don't talk about things in the heat of the moment maybe take yourself away um work on yourself and then come back
1: amazing thank you so much have a great day. Bye. See you later. Thanks, you uh, too. See you bye. later. Wow. Well, don't we just love Eliza?
0: <laughs> yeah, she is great. She's great. I love her honesty. you know,
1: <laughs> I, I have, of the yeah, they say. So, so. I felt she wasn't as honest as she could be. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was very, she, in the whole kind of treating people with contempt or undermining their character. Yeah. She did a really good job of holding back on that. Absolutely. I,
0: I brought her up well, James. <laughs> brought her up well um yeah no it's really interesting isn't it and i having talked about you know her and maddie are almost because they're twins they're almost like one person so when they fight it's physical because Mm. they see each other as an extension of Mm. themselves and so when they were really little i used to have to pull them apart but then they are inseparable as well so it's just that passion in them Mm. Um, which you know you don't want to kill the passion in someone but actually what she was saying is right we have to take responsibility for uh, the way we react and that we could be an annoyance to somebody else I mean I can't believe that I'm ever annoying to anyone but you know I have to think perhaps maybe more intolerant people
1: (laughs) more people that understand you Yeah. and and what she said was really interesting of the wisdom of taking responsibility for yourself and stepping away. Yeah. But equally, um, that Paul talks about don't let the sun go down on your anger,
2: mm.
1: uh, and in your anger do not sin. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something of, it's great to positively step away to deal with stuff. Yeah. Where we step away and bury stuff, or feed the anger, mm. that's not okay. So Paul's going, don't don't let your anger stew, but if you're but equally, you mustn't. You don't necessarily stand there and thrash it out. No,
0: and I, I would. I always talk about it as um, almost like a cancer or a disease. Yeah. It just grows if you feed mm. it with, mm. you know, your mind without dealing with it. And that's why I love the second bit of the reading, that actually, if you come before God and you realise that you've got an issue with someone, actually, leave everything and go and sort that yeah. out. Yeah. And you know, you can read this passage and think. Flip, I get angry all the time, Mm -hmm. and there's no way back for me. But actually, we're all human, and God always gives us a way back. And actually, it's learning to take responsibility, Mm -hmm. but also to deal with it, to not let it fester, to not let it grow. And actually, coming before God, perhaps Him pointing something out to you that you may not even know really is an issue, and then having the courage to deal with it. Um, And you know, Jesus came that we'll all be forgiven, but we can't use that as an excuse
1: yeah.
0: to carry on in the same pattern of behavior. So,
1: and it's interesting that I was reading something earlier about the, the word for angry here. There are two different words mm-hmm. one is a kind of flash of anger mm-hmm. that's displacing God, and the other is an anger which is, is a bit more grumbly, resentful. Yeah, and I think that's we need to be careful in our anger, we don't lash out. Yeah, but the more dangerous anger is that which is what exists more in families often, yes, in. And, and when it's saying brothers and sisters, it's talking about housemates, it's talking about friends. But the other interesting thing is, uh, as much as I mock you, you know, Eliza comes from an incredibly secure, reasonably functional family with yeah. two parents together, mm. with, with all of you, you with the brothers and sisters, yeah. brother and sisters getting on incredibly well, although they may fall out. Mm. The reality for many people watching this is that's their dream, yeah. That they're in a family where where relationships are, are so tough and, and toxic and not safe. Mm. But interestingly, even there, this this passage talks about it. we need to deal with it. Yeah. So that thing of if you if you're kind of going to give an offering at the altar, if you're kind of trying to get right with God, but you realise you're not right with a brother or sister, go and sort that out first. Because yeah. we can't live split lives. No. Uh, and we can't say I'm a loving person. But, but actually be loving to the people that are nice to us yeah, and not to others.
0: No, and I think for me, one of the strongest things of this is, and it came out with Eliza as well, is having integrity. Mm-hmm. So uh, the thing that winds me up more than anything else is people who get angry about something someone's done,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but to other people. And so the person who's done it has no idea maybe. And so, you know, that's really unfair because that doesn't give them the opportunity to make it right. And you're kind of gathering people uh, to listen to your woes, but you haven't actually spoken to the person who's maybe offended or done something to upset you. And so actually the honest conversation, yeah. to, I know it takes courage, but actually it just helps clear the air, doesn't it?
1: Which, which is the bit on the youthful, yeah. which I think the worst one is, is yeah. where you undermine somebody's value as a person and mm-hmm. undermine their character. Which is exactly what we do in our anger. Exactly, and you talked about it in your non-question to Eliza that that and what you just said that how do we, when we're angry with somebody, actually talk it through with them direct, rather than defame them to everybody else who'll listen. Yeah. And Twitter and Instagram, whatever are the easy ways to do it, but also in the house, how easy it is for you all to go. Oh, she never does the washing up. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, she's the one that ruins it all, mm. and and everybody goes, oh, you talk to her, I know you talk to her, oh, we just hate her for it, rather than going, actually, just, hey, we I find it irritating when you do that.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's so much to challenge here, and and I think the other thing is, some of us, when we do marriage prep, uh, one of things we used to talk about is rhinos and hedgehogs, Yeah. so some people in an argument just go, and rhinos and hedgehogs just retreat and put their prickles up and say, "Stay away from me." And I'll meet couples go. We've never argued, uh, and and I look at it going, "Wow, that's amazing," because yeah, you know, I feel that Liz and I do, and and maybe we're not as good, but actually, you can never argue, but you're in a far less healthy state, yeah, because there's all these unresolved tensions and and bitternesses and no-go areas and landmines.
0: Yeah. And what I love in this is that Jesus knows. Jesus mm-hmm. knows that relationships are really tough yeah. and really hard but what he's trying to do here is teach us how to do them better yeah. and you know I'm not the best friend anyone could ever have but I'm trying to be a better yeah. friend or a better wife or a better mother know yeah. it seems I'm failing um, and that's all that we can ask of anyone yeah. is that actually you try and just improve those relationships and take responsibility um, for either the way you react in terms of if something's annoying, it may not be annoying to everyone, yeah. it may be the way you are, um, but also how you deal with it yeah, and great. we grow and we learn and we can always come and say sorry.
1: And I can't stop myself getting angry, but I have responsibility for how I act when I'm angry yeah. and I have responsibility for whether I deal with it. I can't be responsible for the five people I live with and their anger and their issues, Yeah. but I am responsible for how I react and engage with what they're doing. Great. Uh, it'll be good to pray uh, in a minute. Uh, it's last week. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, you just get the audio track, obviously, because it's a podcast, uh, a video, we'll have a worship song at the end, just for you to be able to stop and pray and sing or just listen to the words. Um, we're going to pray. What I think we're good to do is we're just going to take a moment as we pray, because I do recognise, as I said, kind of in passing a moment ago, some people's are really tough, or home, a household flat for students, yeah. You're being bullied in a place that's meant to be the place that's safe, uh, and and there's, sometimes that anger is a good thing, because it's you going. This isn't okay. It's not okay for my mum and dad to treat me like that. It's not okay. But then you're responsible for how you healthily deal with it. Yeah. And I just want to take a moment just to pray for for God to meet you in your pain, uh, and even where for some of us relationships aren't a massive issue, but actually just in a positive relationship like a. Eliza and Maddie thing we can really hurt each other mm. and some of us may just pause and acknowledge we're hurting uh, before Feel that pain before we can do, do anything about it. God doesn't say push it down and, and be nice yeah. He says face it and then deal with it And also finally we can't always be reconciled no. He says if you're gonna go and uh, make an offering at the altar deal with it before you go But you can only step towards someone mm. If they're unwilling to engage with what they've done wrong, if they're unwilling to to restore the relationship, you can't force a relationship. So we'll take a moment, maybe just a bit of silence, and then I'll pray. Lord, we just want to offer ourselves to you uh, and everybody watching, those listening, and say, Lord, would you meet us in, in the pain and the anger some of us feel right at this moment? We say, calm, Holy Spirit, you're here already. But we want to give you permission to, to enter into our pain, even though that hurts. And maybe for some of us to, to raise to the surface anger and resentment we just push down and, and don't even acknowledge is there. I just have a sense for someone's maybe that, that, and I think it maybe particularly in at home stuff that that stuff's been done to you, said of you, it's not okay. And and almost the anger you feel is a healthy thing in in the reaction to being treated badly, but you're still responsible for where you go with it, and don't push it back down there. Offer it to God, ask Him into it, invite Him and say, God. Where do I go with this? I can't control or handle this. Mm-hmm. I need you.
0: Lord, thank you that you have made us for relationship. Um, and we know that we all fall short of of being good and perfect friends, but we know that you are a good father, that you are the perfect friend, that you Uh, speak light and love and hope over each one of us and I just pray wherever we are today that the labels that have perhaps been spoken over us by people who've hurt us would be replaced by those words of love and affirmation from you that we are perfectly formed in your likeness and that you love each and every single one of us and Lord I pray that you would just give us the courage and the wisdom to see everyone else As made in your image, that they are just as important, that they are just as loved. And I pray that you would give us the courage to deal with any situations that we are finding difficult. And I pray especially for someone who might be watching or listening, who would love to be able to have a family to row with. Lord, I pray that you would just draw close, that you would be family, that you would put people in their path that will love and care for them. Thank you that you are the perfect giver of love and giver of life. I pray that we would all receive that today.
1: Mm. And Jesus, thank you that you get it. The like the, the phrase at primary school of uh, sticks and stones, sticks and stones may break your wo- bones, but words will never hurt you. And yet we know that words can hurt way more than sticks and stones. Yeah. And that, that labels. Stuff spoken over us can cripple us for life. And that's why this passage is so strong on calling someone a fool, just diminishing who they are, that those words and the contempt for someone uh, are so destructive. And Lord, we pray for healing for those who've been hurt, but also, Lord, that you'd help us to guard our words, Mm -hmm. that as heavens would we would bring life to others. Even in our anger, Lord, we wouldn't lash out and diminish someone else. Oh, man. I recognize some of the stuff we talked about uh, may be really harmful, not harmful, or hurtful in that it raises stuff for some of us. Um, if you want to chat to someone, you know, do get in touch, uh, info at or our website or social media is a way you can get a hold of us. Or grab a friend or someone else. Um, don't don't let this stuff rumble away and fester inside you. And also as a church, uh, we're called Unlimited because one of our values is we want to be unlimited in our love and acceptance of people. And kind of in our explanation of that, it talks about not labelling people, not writing people off. And if we're honest, we fail as that as a church all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's our, our aspiration, our goal. We want to love, not, not write people off, not be resentful, not do any of the stuff we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and our prayer is as individuals in the church, the stuff we've talked about will be lived out, although we know we get it wrong. Uh, you might want to just stop now and pause and listen, engage with the song that's coming up in worship. But otherwise, thank you so much. See you next week. Bye.
2: It's bad